Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And I spent 12 months interviewing 500 thought leaders to really get at the core of what is credibility. Uh, There's a book now called Credibility Nation that you could pick up. And more importantly, is you could listen to the interviews on this podcast. I've taken three particular interviews, which are anywhere between four to eight minutes long, combine them together, and you can listen to how the thought leader presents themselves, the types of questions being asked, and do they show up as credible or not credible? There's a lot to learn, a lot to grow, a lot to actually experience. So take a listen. If you like what you hear, spread some cred dust and click on the like button and share with your friends. And uh, enjoy. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. Welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is, is Andrea Feinberg, who is the president and master coach at Coaching Insight, LLC. She partners with growth-focused, independence-driven, established business owners to radically accelerate their revenue with a well-run business that contributes to a happy, abundant life. Andrea, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot, Mitchell. It's a pleasure to sit here and chat with you. It is a pleasure to sit here and chat with you. I, I so enjoyed our green room conversation, and I'd, I love the audience to get to know you a little bit better from your CPOP. What is your customer point of pain? Uh, I'd say it's the smart business owner who's working their butt off every day and finding they're just not getting where they want to be. <laughs> so, so, so I've been in Silicon Valley uh, for 35 years and I, I'm often going around and, and uh, doing lots of presentations, both here and, and, and abroad. And it's so interesting when, when you reach that smart business owner and, and they say, Mitchell, what's the answer? I'm like, well, what's first, what's the question where we need to go? And there's so many tools and so many options and so many approaches. And Mitchell, this worked in the past. Should this work now? And it it's so interesting to think about that. And so many people are just struggling with every day. They're just working, working, working. They're not getting to where they need to be. So, so Andrew, tell me more. Um, in the arena where I find myself most often, it's two things that are getting in the way. And one is productivity. Uh, Too often, business owners think they've got to be doing, 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 instead of delegating or dumping or delaying. And the other arena is marketing. Uh, There are so many marketing tools available to us, dirt cheap and even free. And yet that creates sort of a curse because people just don't know how to make the best choices, which has one goal only, and that's to reach their target audience when they're receptive to getting their message. And when somebody, somebody does hire you, what do they get? What, how, do you, how do you show up? What do you, what do you serve? Thank you. I'm, I'm a professionally trained business coach. And what that means is I ask a lot of questions Um, And it's through that process of discovery that we tend to learn 
what are the obstacles getting in the way for the business owner. And it generally is assumptions, attitudes, expectations. And I do it through one-on-one coaching, group coaching, um, e-classes. I'm able to meet my client where they are in their readiness to learn and the resources they have available to apply to that. Oh, beautiful. And could you share how you have or where you have credibility to do what you do? Well, lots of education, Mitchell. Uh, I have a graduate degree in marketing from New York University. I trained for three and a half years to be a coach with the founder of the profession, um, Thomas Leonard. Uh, I've contributed to six books, both on productivity and marketing. And I continue to learn both from other professionals I admire and from the clients I'm fortunate to serve. Mm. Nice. And- so speaking of clients, how many have you served? You, you've served more than a couple. Uh, more than a couple. I've, I've been doing this throughout this century. And I'd say between five and 700 business owners. Oh, beautiful. And, and how do you go about sharing your credibility? Um, the thing that I most like to do is what people typically fear most, and that's a lot of public speaking. I find that when I speak, it really gives someone a taste of my area of expertise and what it might be like to work with me. They see my personality. They see this nice smile on my face. And I sound like I know what I'm talking about, which I have to tell you, I typically do. So public speaking (laughs) is great. Uh, I do a lot of writing. Uh, I deliver a weekly gift Zoom lesson on strategy and concepts around marketing. I post a lot on social media around this topic, uh, and I'm always hunting for people's questions that I can answer. Oh, nice. And in the green room, you mentioned, you mentioned how you're still continually to be a lifelong learner and you learn from your clients. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, you know, that, that's one of the great side benefits I didn't realize I'd get from being a coach. But because I'm constantly surrounded by really ambitious and reflective business people who are in lots of different industries, I find out how different people approach similar problems from a different perspective with different solutions. And I'm constantly learning. So it keeps making me a better coach. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's always fun when you, when you find yourself in a job where people are actually paying you and you're providing value and you're learning, like this is what life should be. (laughs) It's a good gig. I got to tell you. (laughs) It's a great gig. So if you're listening to this and you're watching this, you're at this stage and you're recognizing that, you're a smart business owner and you're working your butt off and you're not getting to where you need to go. Uh, you're going to want to reach out to Andrea Feinberg. I said, Andrea, it, that's what it stuck me before. Andrea, Andrea Feinberg. Whatever. Yeah. Just long don't call me late for dinner, Mitchell. Andre, Andrea Feinberg. <laughs> Andrea, how best can people reach out to you? Uh, well, Telephone is fine, 516-647-6249. By email, it's andrea at marketingmagictips.com. Pretty easy to find me. On Facebook, I'm at Boss on the Beach. That's my page on Facebook. And LinkedIn, well, 
it's all there. So uh, lots of ways to be reached. Uh, sometimes I'm responsive to smoke signals and offers of cocktails too. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you, Mitchell, for the opportunity. And if you guys are hanging out this far into the program, you obviously recognize the importance of Andrea's message. So click on the like button, share with your friends. We'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, and in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Paul Smith, who is a best-selling author, business storytelling coach, and a keynote speecher, speaker. He is one of the world's leading experts in business storytelling. Paul, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me on, Mitchell. It's good to be uh, here. It is absolutely great, great to have you here. Hey, so what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Yeah, so that, that would be people who want to tell a better story at work but know that they can't. <laughs> uh, you know, they're smart enough to know that it would help them to be able to tell better stories, to be a better leader, marketer, salesperson, but they just don't know how to go about that. Uh, there are so many, uh, we all process the world in such different ways and doing these interviews, I can, there's auditory, there's kinesthetic, they're visual and, mm -hmm. and people do such different things. And yeah, a kid's story <laughs> tells so much. So tell me a little bit more. Uh, what do you do? Well, so what I spend most of my time doing actually is, is writing books on the topic of that, but I, I, most of my business is really centered around uh, teaching executives and leaders how to be better storytellers themselves. So kind of the, the, the hallmark of my uh, teaching is centered around a training course, a full-day training course. Imagine a room with 15, 20, 30 executives you know, for a full day doing a workshop, you know, me teaching them you know, what a leadership story is or what a sales or marketing story is. Um, why that works better than just bossing people around. Um, we'll do exercises to help figure out what stories they need, what are the most important type of stories to tell. But then we get into how. How do you craft these stories yourself? You know, what's the structure of a well-told leadership story? What are the questions your story needs to answer? How do you create the right emotional engagement in a story? Uh, how do you create a surprise ending, which, believe it or not, is an important component of a well-told story? It's not just, you know, for the, the movies you watch and the books you read, you, you want a, a good story around the office as well. So, you know, by the end of the day, we've, we've taken a – you know, a, a few dozen people through the whole process. And at the end of the day, they've got not only a handful of great new stories, but now they've been trained on how to create those stories themselves going forward. That's beautiful. I, I'm not thinking about a surprise ending for this interview, but nothing's really popping. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so w tell me about your credibility. Where do you get the credibility to do what you do? Yeah, so, I mean, uh, ostensibly that would be from the, the books that I write, but really the truth is behind that because it's really the research that went into writing the books where the real credibility comes from. So, I mean, I spent my first 20 years of my career doing regular corporate jobs. I wasn't doing this, but about seven years ago, I, I left uh, to, to spend my time researching the art and the science of storytelling. So I, I've interviewed at this point probably 300 or so CEOs, executives, leaders, uh, and, and hundreds of companies in 25 countries around the world. And I don't mean some impersonal surveys I'm sending out in the mail. I'm talking about one-on-one face-to-face interviews like you and I are having right now. And these are two hour long, you know, interviews. So in each, 
leaders probably given me eight to 12 different stories. So if you do the math, I've literally documented around 3,000 individual business stories, which of course has allowed me to reverse engineer my way into what works and what doesn't. And of course, those learnings became the topic of the books and the, the courses that I teach. So that's, I think, the real heart and soul behind what it is, why it is that I know what I know about storytelling that most people don't. Uh, that's uh, the, it's the, it's the sitting down and doing the research and making stuff happen. And now you're doing a bunch of uh, speaking around the world in terms of helping people understand who you are and what you do. And then you go into organizations and you practice it. <laughs> All very cool. Stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Um, how do you go about sharing your credibility? So, uh, I mean, some of it, of course, comes through in the, in the books. You know, uh, I think most of the people who hire me, somebody at their company has read one of my books. Um, but, you know, also, uh, you know, my, my, my website, of course, I'll let people kind of explore me a little bit and find out what I'm about and uh, the different uh, publications that, you know, have covered my work and uh, the different types of companies that hire me, which, by the way, typically are Fortune 100, Fortune 50 companies. Um, I do some smaller ones as well, but that's more of a, a, a typical client of mine. Um, and that gives people an idea of the type of work that I do, the type of research I've done, and the type of clients that I do that work for. So I, I, I think that's a large part of where my credibility comes from. But may, you might have some better ideas for me since you're the credibility expert. No, so. no, you're doing great. But you, in the green room, you, you, you have a, you're doing a weekly uh, podcast, you're doing, a, you're doing an article, and you're sharing content on uh, Twitter, but more importantly, LinkedIn and Facebook. Can you talk just a little bit about what you're doing there? Yeah, so once a week, I write a new story, right, and, and, uh, and, and put it out in a blog post, also in a podcast, and the idea behind that is just to get some of the great stories that I've had the opportunity to come across in, in doing all this research and interviewing all these executives out into the world, right? Even if you don't want to hire me to come speak at your company, you don't want to buy one of my books, I still kind of want these stories to be out there and people to benefit from them. So every week I'm putting one out and, you know, people will comment on them and we'll have a conversation about it. And, and the idea is that every story, there's at least one good lesson behind it, whether that's a leadership lesson, a sales lesson, a marketing lesson or something. And so I, I, I want people to be able to benefit from this research, even if they're not a client of mine. So that's, that's the only way I figured out how to do that without charging people money for it. Oh, that's beautiful. And then just the last thing you, so you spend time on LinkedIn and you're answering and responding to people. And then you, you also uh, had both two Facebook accounts and I found that fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we've all got our professional selves. I, I want to be able to talk to people about the art, the art and the science of storytelling, about leadership, about sales, about marketing, but I also want to have conversations with people about politics and religion and, you know, uh, philosophy and sports and the kind of things that my, you know, those are the things you typically don't mix with your, uh, your work conversations, but I, I'm a human. So I want to be able to have that outlet and that kind of conversation with people. So I've got kind of two groups that I try and keep them separate. Although there's, there's a, there's a little bit of a bleed over into both. I've, I've found a stray client or two show up on my personal account and I've, I've seen a few friends that have shown up on my, uh, work accounts, but, uh, that, that, that'll just work itself out. That I, I hear you. Thank you. Thanks so much for sharing that. And listen, if you're watching this, you're listening to this, you, and you know who you are and you recognize it, that either you yourself or inside your organization, your team, your people, they're not, they're not, telling stories the way they should. They're not reaching the audience the way they should. And you're looking for somebody to help. You have to reach out to Paul Smith. Paul, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? 
Yeah, thanks. Pro- probably just my website because everything is there. My contact information plus you know videos and descriptions of the books and the training courses, which is um, leadwithastory.com, which is just the title of my first book. I guess I was never more creative after that and naming a website, but yeah, leadwithastory.com will, will find everything there. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, thanks for sharing your credibility with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Good questions. You're welcome. Guys, thanks for watching. Click on the like button. Share with your friends, particularly those that need to tell a better story. And we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Maury Schwartz, who is the president of Career Insiders. She is a dynamic and results-based job search coach and works with clients to create outplacement programs. Her strategies have enabled laid-off workers to get reemployed quickly, making for an easier transition for them and your organization. Maury, welcome. Thank you. You know, it's good to... uh, uh, being in Silicon Valley, we've run across each other many times. It's good to see you mm-hmm. again. Nice to talk to you in the in the green room. And I'd love the audience to get to know you a little better from the perspective of your CPOP. What is your customer point of pain? Corporations dealing with the risk of laying off employees. <sighs> Deep breath. There are times in life where this happens more than not. Uh, coming from Silicon Valley, you know, Many, many times there are, there are ebbs and flows, and there are just times where companies just need to lay off. And God, I, I'm, I sat on the board of a public company, and I, I remember so many different risks associated with laying off people. I'm curious, Maury, what do you do? Tell me more. Well, like I said, um, we, help empl- we help clients by ensuring that their employees find new jobs quickly. So the people who are affected by layoffs, getting new jobs quickly, that helps the company by um, lowering reputational and financial risks. Um, the, the more quickly a comp- uh, uh, an employee finds a new position, then the more positive they will think about their current their, their company that laid them off. Um, that makes it easier for the company to have persuasive um, PR and future hiring. Um, many times the hiring is due or the layoffs are due to downsizing. They, they may get rid of a lot of employees. It could be due to relocating a business operation to another state. Um, and that leaves the employees in the current location without a job. It could be that they're eyeing an, uh, an exit, an IPO or an acquisition, and they want their to streamline their p- payroll to make their finances look more attractive. Or it could be that one or two individual hires just don't work out. So this is an ongoing, an ongoing situation that companies can find themselves in. And um, outplacement services are, are the right thing to do. And they're also, it's also good business sense. There's a, um, there's a business case to be made in the fact that it, the quicker an employee finds new work, then again, the more positive they feel about the company. But a, but a bad parting um, entails a lot of reputational and financial risks that a, a reasonably priced outplacement program can, can ameliorate. Um, and a company needs to think about doing that. And that's where we come in. So could you share where you have credibility to do what you do? Absolutely. So um, 
I, I want to first start by saying that um, 95 or percent or more of our clients are repeat or referrals or both. And I find that very, very gratifying. So what we're doing works. We're helping clients with their risk and when they lay off employees by, by getting those people into work quickly. And um, we, um, a, lot of that, a lot of it comes from, from that. I'm also uh, a graduate of the Haas MBA program at the University of California. And it gives me some credibility in that regard. Plus it gives me a big network of, of senior managers and companies. Um, and I have experience on both sides of the hiring table as a job seeker and a hiring manager, as a recruiter, and as a coach across many industries. And basically I'm a people person and I really like finding out why people do what they do, how and why, and, um, and then I like doing my part to help them make their next career move and be successful. And, and how many people have you served uh, in doing what you're doing? How many have you helped? Well, with, you know, with a, you know, upwards of 100 companies, then there must be thousands of individuals um, who we've helped. And, and again, you know, um, someone who could be an individual employee laid off one time is going to be the hiring manager or a manager next time in a company where they have to conduct you know, conduct a layoff and, and, and they come back because they know that our services work. And Maury, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Well, again, like I said, more than 95% of our clients are referrals or repeats. So they do a lot of sharing um, for me, which is really nice. Um, I also do a lot of work with um, biz, you know, networking with business organizations, professional associations, um, alumni, business school alumni um, with a lot of managers. Um, I do uh, some pro bono pre uh, presentations for organizations. I hold a weekly job search Q&A, which is free from 9 to 9.30 um, uh, Pacific time on Zoom. Uh, so people can join in on that. And um, I, of course, I use uh, social media, LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter. And I thought you said something about in our green room that you, you're constantly learning and growing from those people you're serving yes. and, and also people else in the marketplace. Yes, thank you for, for bringing that up, uh, Mitchell. Yeah, so I'm always learning. Um, like I said, I like people. And what I do is I'm learning from my clients all the time. Hiring, they're hiring managers too. How do they recruit? How do they hire? What are they looking for in a resume? What are they looking for in an interview? What are they looking for in a candidate? So I take, uh, it's a continuous um, loop, basically. And I'm assessing trends in the market. I'm staying on top of the job market so that I can, provide detailed, actionable, practical recommendations that help them move the needle on their job search. Beautiful. So if you're a corporation and you're watching or listening to this and you're interested in mitigating the risk of layoffs by having an outplacement firm support what you're doing, reaching out to Maury Schwartz makes a lot of sense to me. Maury, how best can people reach out to you? Email me at Maury, M-A-U-R-I, at careerinsiders.com. That's C-A-R-E-E-R-I-N-S-I-D-E-R-S.com. You can also look at our website, careerinsiders.com. And I hope to hear from you soon. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And thanks for sharing your credibility with us, Maury. Thank you, Mitchell. You're welcome. Hey, you guys here, if you're still here, you recognize the importance of this. So click on the like button, share with your friends. 
We'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, and thanks so much for listening and spreading the cred dust. You know, in doing the research, what I recognize is that we are at war. Those people who are credible versus those people who are dubious. And dubious nation is winning a thousand times over. We've got to fix it. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to future generations. So come on over to Credibility Nation. Become a member. Take the pledge. Learn what you can do to help bring more credibility to the world. I look forward to seeing you over here while you're being cred-tabulous. Thanks again for listening. Take care. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.